Are you excited? I'm a little bit excited. Tomorrow is the day everything changes. <laughs> I couldn't even get it out. I couldn't even get it out without laughing about it. I don't know. I want to be excited. I want to be hopeful. And then the pessimistic adult in me kicks in and goes, uh, hey, Santa Claus isn't real. It's uh, time to get up and go dig post holes. <laughs> but tomorrow's the day, midterm elections. I was uh, watching football over at uh, my brother-in-law's house eating some damn good dinner that his wife made. And it was just, I mean, like three political ads in every commercial break. And it was weird because I don't watch TV. You know, I'm, uh, I mean, honestly, if I'm going to sit and veg out, I'm playing a game. And I've been playing uh, the latest God of War game that just came out on the, or I mean, that not, not just came out. <laughs> Slow down. It didn't just come out, but it's the most recent God of War release, and it's it. I'm I'm playing it now for the second or third time, on because we're on the eve of the release of the the new God of War game, so I'm getting pumped. So I'm usually playing games, or I'll watch like an old TV show. Like you know, I bring it up all the time. I'm I'm struggling to finish the the Sopranos finally. But I don't get commercials. I get I get YouTube ads. There's a few political commercials there, but they're they're very targeted. They kind of line up with my political preferences. But I thought it was really interesting these these political ads I saw. So I saw pro Republican ads. And I saw anti-Republican ads. But I didn't see any pro-Democrat ads. From, from the ads that I saw, I couldn't tell you who was running. I mean, I guess that's not entirely true, but you get what I'm saying. It's all Republicans are bad. Don't vote for Republicans. They're going to make abortion illegal across the country. They're going to take away your, your health care. They're going to put you all back in chains. Remember that? But no real good reasons about why I should cast my vote for a Democrat. Well, I mean, and of, of course, of course not. Because gas is $5 a gallon, the economy's in shambles, they're out of diesel on the East Coast, so the only prayer that they have is Republicans are bad. Republicans are violent. Oh, they're the party of violence. Remember January 6th? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. That was terrible. We almost lost our country. A bunch of unarmed grandmas stormed the Capitol and uh, were taken in the sights. It was terrible. Terrible. What are we going to do? What are we going to do if the Republicans win the elections? We got to stop them. We got to stop them at all costs. So just go out and vote against the Republicans, whatever you do. 
and I'm I I guess that's going to work on on some people. I don't know who they are. I don't know any reasonable person who would look at the state of the country and be like, "Yep, I want more of this." This is what I voted for. I want my country to completely <laughs> I want my country to continue circling the drain until there is nothing left. I mean, what 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 happens like what's what's under the drain? Are we going to become Ethiopia? Is that what you're voting for if you vote you vote Democrat? Are you voting for people starving to death and freezing to death? I mean, we're out of diesel on the East Coast because Joe Biden stopped us from making more oil. And that's the reason. Deny all you want. Send me an email. I'd love to hear your your denials. The real earth box at protonmail.com. Why protonmail, you ask? Well, maybe this is a good time for my protonmail ad, <laughs> of which I have none. Proton mail is encrypted end to end. I've been thinking really hard about the future of the program and, and also wondering if maybe it's a little bit aversive to remain anonymous. I mean, it's not like I'm really all that anonymous. I just don't use my name. Most of you know who I am. But I don't feel like we're, I mean, the, the, the rhetoric has cooled off. January 6th was a failure, etc. It seems like we don't need to be fearful for speaking our mind, for going against the narrative, for calling out the hypocrisies and the failings of this administration. But I don't think so. I don't really believe My spidey senses tell me that we still need to be careful. That's why I'm not writing the N-word on Twitter. (laughs) And I would never. I don't know. Maybe if somebody asked me really nicely, please call me the N-word Earth Fox. I, I may, if I was in a good mood, I may indulge them. But they call the Republicans the party of violence when really it's the left and the Democrats that we need to be worried about. Was it the left freezing bank accounts of of dissenting voices or, or was it the right? Was it the Republicans? Is it the left that is holding political prisoners for the protests that happened on January 6th or is it the right? I'm just telling you, who do you need to be worried about? Kathy Holka went on MSNBC and got totally broadsided by this question. But I'm going to interrupt you then. Here's the problem. We don't feel safe. You might be working closely with Mayor Adams. You may have spent a whole lot of money, but... I walk into my pharmacy and everything is on lockdown because of shoplifters. I'm not going in the subway. People don't feel safe in this town. So you may have done these things, but right now we're not feeling good. We're worried we could be San Francisco. 
So, <laughs> yeesh, that was uh, it was an uncomfortable moment. Uh, are those are those people that that MSNBC reporter is, is worried about? Are they uh, are they voting red? Do you think are is that a high like? Were a lot of those a, a lot of those people that are robbing the pharmacies and filling up grocery bags? You, you, you've seen the clips. Are they part of the red wave? Were they also at the Capitol? Are those the people that we need to be? Are those the violent conservatives that we keep hearing about? I don't think so. Maybe they don't vote at all, but that's the violence that is affecting our everyday lives. But Democrats want to tell you it's Republicans that need to be feared. Well, I have a few, uh, let's go, let's go to this article. It's four years old, 2018 It's from the Washington examiner, 15 democratic attacks, assaults, threats on Republicans. Number one, 2017, House Republicans practicing for a congressional baseball game were shot by a liberal supporter and volunteer for 2016 presidential candidate Bernie Sanders. Are you the Bernie bros? Remember hearing about that? I could have been a Bernie bro once upon a time. It was until I learned that Bernie was a hack that voted with Democrats to protect his own political career. But Sanders said he was sickened by the shooting and recently dismissed liberal charges that Trump was to blame for the Pittsburgh synagogue slayings. That's a story that didn't get much attention in the media. I guess they don't care about mass shootings at synagogues. But if you knew any of those people or you, if you lived near there, probably does matter to you. Was that a conservative Republican, you think? I mean, Bernie Sanders doesn't think so. Number two, in June 2018, California Rep Maxine Waters called for threats and attacks on Trump team members. She said, quote, if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd and you push back on them and you tell them they're not welcome anymore anywhere. Some may consider that uh, inciting violence, but hmm. Number three. White House spokeswoman Sarah Sanders and her group had to leave a Virginia restaurant because of their work for Trump. Quote, this feels like the moment in our democracy where people have to make uncomfortable actions and decisions to uphold their morals. Said Ren Hen, Red, <laughs> said Red Hen restaurant co-owner Stephanie Wilkinson. Number four, White House top aide Stephen Miller was verbally assaulted at two restaurants in Washington, D.C. Oh, poor Stephen Miller, verbally assaulted. <laughs> with that, I think we're done with this article. But that's just how it started. And I think a lot of these people are... I'll just say it, paid agitators. I think a lot of this cultural chaos is being funded and actively encouraged. 
Fast forward to 2022. And I have a new list from Breitbart. Republican candidates, staffers, and volunteers have been victims of political violence during the 2022 election cycle, contradicting the false Democrat narrative that Republicans are the violent perpetrators. Oh, weird. There's, there's false narratives? You mean to tell me that the Democrats are in, accusing their opponents of doing the very things that they themselves are doing? I think there's a word for that. Number one, Republican General Bull Duke physically attacked by individual outside Wednesday's debate. Was attacked by an unknown individual before the Wednesday debate with Democrat Senator Maggie Hassan. Bull Duke's campaign told Breitbart News. Kate Constantini. Bolduke for Senate spokeswoman told Breitbart News that before the general went on the debate stage, he was physically attacked outside the building by an individual in the crowd. If that was a Democrat, if that was a Democratic candidate, what do you think would, would that person would they would they would throw the key away? That that person would be in the pit of despair. Number two, report: Illinois man threatened to kill. GOP gubernatorial candidate Darren Bailey and his family. 21-year-old Scott Lennox of Illinois left a depraved voicemail last week for Republican gubernatorial candidate Darren Bailey in which he threatened to, quote, skin alive and feed his effing family to him. Woohoo! Big words. Big words, Scotty. Let's see if we can find that voicemail. Well, I hate to disappoint. No voicemail. The media industrial complex uh, does a great job protecting its own, I guess. That life goes on. Number three. Repley Zeldin, the Republican nominee for governor of New York, was reportedly attacked at a campaign event stop in Fairport, New York, by a man with a weapon on Thursday evening. Number four, disorderly Whitmer supporter allegedly bites attendee at Tudor Dixon rally. <laughs> An unruly woman allegedly bit an attendee at a rally for Republican Tudor Dixon in Detroit over the weekend, according to the attendee who provided details about the incident to Breitbart News. <laughs> They're unhinged. They're psychotic. And it's, I mean, who do you blame? You blame their parents? Yeah, probably a little bit. You blame their teachers more? I don't know. I have sympathy for the parents because we we live in this economic system where the 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 cost of everything is so high compared to the wages that we're able to earn that people have to both parents have to work. You can't have one parent traditionally anymore. I mean, remember, like, that word, traditionally. Back in the 50s and the 60s, it was, you could be a milk delivery man. And afford to house and feed your family on that income. 
so mom could stay home and take care of the kids, instill their own parental values on those kids. Now we have daycare. Now mom's got to go back to work three months after she gives birth. And if you're lucky, you can leave your babies with grandma. So you can at least get some resemblance of your own family values instilled into your children, even though you're a corporate wage slave. No wonder people don't want to have kids. And then the cost of childcare is $1,800 a month. So you have to take out a second mortgage on your home to be able to finance that. So the education of the children is left to the educational institutions who are operated by, hmm, who? What's that? Radical Democrats manipulated by school teachers unions. So the Republicans are the, are the dangerous ones that we got to worry about. The final item of this list, number five, Marco Rubio volunteer viciously attacked by assailants who said Republicans weren't allowed in their neighborhood. A volunteer for Senator Marco Rubio of Florida was brutally attacked while canvassing for the campaign in Hialeah, Florida, leaving him with a uh, broken jaw and internal bleeding. According to the senator, the senator who is facing off against Democrat Rep Val Demings in roughly two weeks, four individuals attacked the canvasser, allegedly telling him that Republicans were not allowed in their neighborhood. The man who will also require facial reconstruction surgery was wearing a shirt supporting Rubio and a hat supporting Governor Ron DeSantis. So who's the party of violence? I'll concede violent people exist. Violent people vote for Republicans and violent people vote for Democrats. Bad people do bad things and there are bad people everywhere uh, of all walks of life, of all political preferences. But we've got one political party blaming the other political party for all the political violence. We've got a mainstream media that only covers one side of the story. But if the elections are fair, I think, I hope, things are going to start to change. And things have already been changing in a way that's interesting. I mean, do you, does it feel like the towel is being thrown in by CNN when they're making thousands of layoffs? Twitter making thousands of layoffs. Facebook making thousands of layoffs. Is that a signal of their defeat? Or is it just a red herring? It could just be an effort to pacify. See, the left claims that 
the right is the party of violence because they know that that is the party they must fear. They are the gun owners. They are the ex-soldiers. They are the current soldiers. They're the masculine men. They're the fathers. They're the rail workers, the coal miners, the fighters. That's why the left tells you to fear the right. Because let's be honest. The right is the party to fear. The right is the party of America. The right is going to stand up, hopefully, at some point before it's too late and say, we've had enough. We're done watching our country circle the drain. And we're going to stand up. And you're going to hear about it. And you're going to regret all the terrible things that you've been doing to this country. Thank you all very much for listening. Please share the show, rate and review, and have a great day. I'll be back. Goodbye.